This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Scott, and today's game will be featuring the Benchwarmer team of Matt and Eric Walling, who will be facing the team of Josh Bomback and returning guest, assistant coach Mark Grenier. Welcome back to the bench, Mark. Please remind us of where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share. Uh, yeah, thanks uh, for having me again. Uh, yeah, Mark Grenier. I live in Barrington, New Hampshire. I'm a fan of all the New England teams. Um, very excited about our, well, mildly excited about our potential new quarterback uh, that we drafted the other night. Um, it is springtime, so that means I'm knee-deep in track season for my both my middle and high school daughters. Um and it's also the end of club volleyball season, which is they're both playing uh, as well. So uh, the next six weeks or so are just going to be uh, uh, driving all over New England to attend various and assorted track meets and volleyball tournaments. So that'll be awesome. Uh, but it is great. It's really fun. Uh, I was at a meet last night. It was uh, 50 degrees with about a 30 mile an hour wind. Um, all the, 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 it was funny that the hundred meter, uh, hundred meter dash and hurdles were directly into the wind. And I was thinking like these poor kids, you know, who are usually running whatever time are It's like going to be two to three seconds slower, every single one. Um, my daughter was throwing and, and the discus was directly into the wind. And mm. the, the, the things the discus was doing last night was, uh, was very interesting. So, <laughs> um, yeah, looking forward to today's game. All right. Thank you, Mark. And you'll be teaming up with uh, Josh Bomback. How you doing? And let us know what your team name is. I'm doing all right. We're getting a little earlier start today, so I got my coffee. Uh, um, we'll see how I do without beer. Uh, I mean, I don't do well anyway, so maybe it is a better uh, shot today. So we'll see. This could be a problem, Josh. Like, if you're going to be playing without no, beer. No, it, it, this could only be a benefit, trust me. If it's, uh, <laughs> if it's going bad at halftime, then you can you can break out the beer. I can, hey, I can always run and get the bourbon. That's not, that's not a problem. Um. Yeah, I'm uh, fully 5G upgraded, um, so beyond the two weeks past my second shot, so I'm excited about that, that I can maybe start getting back to some a little bit of normalcy, so that's exciting, and other than that, uh, yeah, my Vikings also took a quarterback in the beginning of the third round, not sure how excited I am, but you know, I'm, I'm glad they're at least drafting somebody before the seventh round, so we, we could have a quarterback of the future and Mark's hoping that Mac Jones is the quarterback of the future or at least you know the near future I suppose but so our team name today is going to be quarterbacks of the future <laughs> make sure there's a question mark at the end of exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh absolutely I love it too that's great all right uh, Eric and Matt uh, let us know how you guys are doing. And I believe you brought up before we recorded, this is your first time actually teaming up. So uh, let us know what your team name is going to be. Well, technically it's our second time teaming up, but thank you. Um, there is one championship version of our team up uh, <laughs> that we'll be re referencing soon. I don't know if anybody's heard about that yet or not, um, but it's good. It's everything's wonderful here. Uh, it's a beautiful sunny day to be inside podcasting. Uh, my children are in front of electronic devices and no one has killed anyone yet. So crushing it 10 10 points for the dad column <laughs> well i'm i'm excited um 
I am sick and absolutely tired of quarterback drama as a Packer fan. I you'd think that you think that they would have figured this stuff out by now that it went so badly the other 18 times that they had stupid quarterback drama that somebody in the organization would have figured this out by now. But I don't remember what was the last time this happened. Yeah, you, I forget it. It's been so long. Or wait, no, it wasn't. And even before that, with the whole Farb to Mikowski thing was quarterback drama. My entire life has just been the Packers with stupid quarterback drama. Anyway, but yeah, so because um, uh, because our last time that Walling and I did team up, we won the championship in the uh, BTP uh, Fantasy Football League. We we're going to uh, memorialize that championship by uh, our team name being the world champion Dickie Boys. Oh, God. All right. So we've got quarterbacks of the future against the dicky boys i didn't i didn't hear that i got that right there wasn't another part there right? <laughs> it's like the it's like the the in ohio state university it's silent it doesn't really exist yeah and, and and speaking of the the dicky boys the last time the packers didn't have quarterback drama was probably lynn dicky in 1983 so <laughs> it all dovetails nicely <laughs> all right well uh not sure how many lynn dicky questions you'll get in this game but i guess we should uh throw it dan to the rules to find out Someone's going to tell us how many Lynn Dickey questions we have in the game. Oh, that's impressive. If you play <laughs> it backwards. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's, it's also criminal. <laughs> Wait the prognosticator. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Thank you, Dan. All right, let's get this game underway. The tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points apiece. Uh, this is going to be pretty simple, guys. According to GoBankingRapes.com, what were the highest-selling jerseys of 2020 in the following sports? So question one is going to be the NBA. Well, should we just check it in? Yeah, I think we go ahead and check in. All right. We're checked in. All right. Quarterbacks of the future have checked in. Dickie boys, you guys can talk it out. We think we got it down to, t- to two, and then I think we're narrowing it down to the last one because the two names that pop into my head are LeBron and Luca. I don't think Luca's quite there yet. I think Matt. Yeah, he's said not that. like ubiquitously known quite yeah. yet, right? And he's you know yeah. we're. I mean, even I didn't. I mean, I'm not too familiar with him. I know he plays for Dallas, and I know he's really good. He's a you know he's like six, six nine, six ten forward, right? Yeah, six eight guard, but we'll splitting hairs. Okay. Um, See, that's what I'm. It's my point is, it's like <laughs> everyone knows LeBron. Even people, he's globally. I think. What did we say? There was a game where we had just recently about social media. Um, who has the biggest social media president presence? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And LeBron was the biggest American social yeah. media presence. So I'm yep. pretty sure. I mean, even people who don't know basketball know LeBron. And he plays in LA. Let's do it. I'm check in with. LeBron James. <laughs> QBs of the future? What'd you guys come up with? We also checked in with LeBron, but I, I just had a thought while they were talking that this could be Zion. Because I was trying to think of somebody who was a rookie or, or a new new team or something like that. Because, I mean, everybody's got their LeBron jerseys. I just don't know if he would have that much 
He was, I, I'm a little afraid it might be Zion, but we also check, checked in with LeBron. The correct answer is LeBron James. So, yeah, keep it simple. When in doubt, just go with LeBron, I guess, when it's NBA. So. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's tough right now with the uh, our tailgating level of difficulty, right? Because, like, some of us are really hardcore about trying to make it a little easier, and then there's, like, this. So I, I looked up, I looked it up real quick, Scott. Um, top 15, LeBron, one, Luca two, Kevin Durant, three, wow. Steph, four, and Giannis, five. People are still buying Kevin Durant jerseys? <laughs> well, because he just changed teams. Oh. Zion was number 10. Points all around there. On to question two, the NFL. We're checked in. We're checked in as well. <laughs> Both teams are checked in. Uh, since Dickie Boyd, I think, maybe checked in like a second sooner, I will go to them first for the answer. Well, we were between Brady and Mahomes, and my logic was with Brady moving to a new team and winning the Super Bowl, but that was in 2021, though, but still moving to a new team. And Mahomes, 2020, coming off of the Super Bowl and everything, people probably would have already had his jersey because he was good even before they won the Super Bowl in 2020. So we went with Brady. Quarterback to the future, do you guys have a similar answer? Uh, Well, not necessarily a similar answer, but we had the same discussion of the same two players. It was going to be either Mahomes or Brady. Um, I with Brady going to the new team, we that really was starting to maybe get us thinking that way. But then there's a lot of people who just don't like Tom Brady. Like a lot of people. Those people have big problems. Matt Doherty <laughs> is one of them. I've heard some disparaging <laughs> comments about Tom Brady from Matt Doherty's mouth. I do not appreciate that. Anyways, sidebar over. Yeah, we figured that Mahomes probably still is number one. Um, just being younger and the new, more exciting quarterback. So we figured there were still not enough people who had his jerseys or they wanted, you know, the other color or whatever. So we checked in with Patrick Mahomes. One team getting points. The top seller for the NFL in 2020 was Patrick Mahomes. So points to QBs of the future. All right. Question three in the tailgate. I would like the best-selling jersey in 2020 in Major League Baseball. All right, you want to check that in? Yeah. All right, we, we'll check in. All right, QBs of the future have checked in. Diggy boys, you guys can talk it out. So the names we threw out were Trout, Tatis, Bellinger, Kershaw, Seager. Yeah, so the last two guys have been sort of the best player in the league. And right now, I think that, I mean, could you could arguably say the LeBron. The last two? What do you mean the last two? The last two answers. So the, oh, LeBron, yeah, yeah, yeah. best player okay. in the league. Mahomes, arguably best player in the league. So, I mean, if we want to use some game theory here. Um, well, so you think it might, it's going to be Trout then? Yeah, I would, I would lean towards Trout. But don't you think that Trout, because he didn't move, and people who are Trout fans probably already owned a Trout jersey, and the Angels are not a really good team, so... People are not jumping on the, you know, like people like in Florida are not all of a sudden jumping on the Trout Angels bandwagon, whereas everyone who is a huge, you know, like a huge baseball fan that you think that the Dodgers probably because the Dodgers have been good now for what, like four or five, six years or something. So, yeah, well, I mean, Mahomes didn't move and LeBron didn't move. So those are those were good both point. the good last point. two. I'm just stuck on the fact that it's been like the biggest name. I don't know. To me, it seems like it's got to be a Dodger just because of the Dodgers' success. And when I think of the Dodgers, which of the players, it's it's got to be either. I mean, it could be Seager, but I think Bellinger's more of the kind of like the fan. Per, people love that guy, and they love to hate him too. Or it could be Kershaw, but I don't know. 
Hey, you want a rock, paper, scissors for it? No, you go ahead and go with whatever you want. I don't care. I'm still stuck on trout. Okay, we'll go with trout then. Okay, let's check in with trout. Check in with Mike, Michael Trout. QB to the future? What did you guys come up with? Yeah, we, we picked a Dodger that you guys didn't even mention who was traded for my favorite team, probably the second best player in the league. And the Red Sox traded Mookie Betts for um, three bats, two bags of balls, and a case of hot dogs. Um, <laughs> Dodger dogs. To the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, Dodger dogs, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, we checked in with uh, Mookie Betts. One team, once again, getting points on this one. The correct answer is Mookie Betts. Mm. Um, yeah, coincidentally, all three players uh, won their league's respective championships in 2020. So, Lakers, Chiefs, and Dodgers. So I'm sure that had something to do with it. I didn't even think about Trout because nobody cares about the Angels outside of Anaheim, right? Like who? <laughs> and he's been there for so long that exactly. Anaheim don't even care about the. the and he's, he's just not. He's not a. You know, he's not a sexy player. Like a, You know, he's not. He's not. It's not a jersey that you're like. I oh, know. I need to run out and get this guy's jersey. I'm big so to differ. Great. I think he's a very good looking fella. <laughs> All right. Well, after the tailgate round, uh, we have the. Well, now kind of looking weirdly named world champion Dickie Boys with 10 and QBs <laughs> of the future uh, swept around there and they have 30 points. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. All right, well, let's head into the first quarter. Today's first quarter will be pre and post game. Pre- and post-game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after-style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. All right, question number one in pre- and post-game. This Art Ross and Lady Bing trophy winner was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 1992 and stole 56 bases in 1997, finishing second in the National League. Yeah, uh, go with it. Yeah, I think I think we can check in. All right. Quarterbacks of the future have checked in. Trailing Dickie boys. You guys can talk it out. So it popped in my brain because I was sitting there thinking, okay, so this is an NHLer that must have been uh, fairly significant. So if the Hall of Fame in 92 – probably at least five years or so retired before that. So we're talking 87. So probably a career that lasted at least from 1970 to the mid or 87 era timeframe. And you were, you were, you were going at it from the baseball perspective, the baseball perspective, uh, three names popped into my head. Um, Tony Womack, Delano DeShields, Deion Sanders. Well, wait, hold on. There's another name that's popped my brain. Um, Marcel Dion. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. He might have retired in that 85, 86 time frame. And he would have, he's certainly a Hall of Famer. And that would also dovetail nicely with Deion Sanders. Marcel Dion. There you go. Yeah. There we go. Hey. 
Let's check that in with uh, Marcel Dion Sanders. Quarterback to the future? Let's have your answer, please. This is all Mark. So, yeah, my I was thinking Art Ross guy, uh, Art Ross Trophy winners and, and um, who would have retired in the late 80s, um, not named Wayne Gretzky or Mario Lemieux. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Marcel, it, it kind of threw me off a little bit because I'm, I'm French uh, and it's Marcel, it's pronounced, it's pronounced Dion, Dion, not Dion, not Dion. <laughs> so I was thinking about that and I'm like, oh, wait a second. It, you know, yeah. So I'm like, name that could go with that. And then I'm like, Deion Sanders. Um, so yeah, Marcel Deion Sanders is what we checked in with. The correct answer is Marcel Deion Sanders. So points for both teams. Yay. Good job, Mark. Let's move on to question two in pre and post game. This National College Player of the Year spent 15 years in the NBA playing for five different teams and won the 2018 SB Award for Best Driver after finishing number one in the Cup Series in 2017. You want to check that in, Matt? Yeah, let's go ahead and check that in. Okay. We'll check in, Scott. All right. The Dickie boys have checked in, uh, and it sounds like QBs of the future are very close as well. Why don't you uh, tell us what's on your mind? Yeah, I was trying to come at it from the NASCAR side because I, I, I do watch a lot of NASCAR. I haven't in the last few years. I used to be in a pretty big pool with a bunch of friends, and I enjoy going to the Friday night races uh, locally, watching guys crash into each other. It's pretty, It's a pretty fun time. Uh, so yeah, uh, Martin Truex was like finally just kind of popped into my head um, as a, a driver who's won recently, and it would also work with somebody who was College Player of the Year around 2004, 2005, 2006. Uh, Kenyon Martin. So Kenyon Martin Truex Jr. All right, that's what you checked in with. That's what we're checking in. Yes, Dicky Boys, your answer, please. Yeah, we had the same thing. We. Uh... Uh, Walling came up with uh, Truex, which was a name I've never heard before. And as soon as he said the first team was Martin, I said Kenyon Martin. And yep, so that's what we checked him also. Both teams are receiving points on this one. The correct answer is Kenyon Martin Truex Jr. So nice job on that one. Once again, good job, Mark. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Martin Truex used to race in like the AAA series in the Northeast. He's from New Jersey. And um, a buddy of mine's uncle raced in the same series. And so I saw him race countless times probably i've seen him race 50 times at, at little tracks around uh new hampshire maine massachusetts and vermont so yeah. it was interesting when he got the call to go to to dale earnhardt incorporated um or maybe it was just junior motorsports at that point but because he was not what i would call good, good. <laughs> you know like <laughs> he it's not like he was the series champion and was dominating uh, the races around here um he was just kind of a a fifth place guy and here he is ends up being nascar champions crazy yeah i mean i'm glad i threw this one in this game didn't know you'd be on but hey that's the uh, serendipitous nature of bench Formers trivia podcast all right question number three in pre and post game this running back currently sits 13th on the all-time rushing list and won two championships playing small forward during the 2000s after being involved in the largest trade in nba history you want to check let's check that in okay we're gonna go check in let's go all right, Dickie boys checked in. Quarterbacks of the future, you guys can talk it out. I've looked at the rushing list not that long ago. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of what who could be in that. So some of the ones that might work, and I don't have exactly who's in the 13th, but I know some of those who are in that 10 to 15. Yeah. Marcus Allen is in there, and I think Edger and James, both of which could work for leading, you know, having a last name as a first name. 
Yep. All right. So two two championships playing small forward in the two thousands. So I was thinking. So James, I know I know James Posey was on the Celtics when they won in two thousand eight, but that seems awfully obscure. And he is a small forward. Was he on the Heat before that? Yeah, because the Heat won in what like they won in 06? He might have been on. Yeah, I mean he was a guy who he got traded a lot. Well, if if James Posey could have been on the 06 Heat and then the 08 Celtics. I know he was on the Celtics team because he basically saved. <laughs> he say when they put him in the lineup, um, it, it really saved him. And that works with, with Edger and James, which I do think you're right. He's in that 13. I know he's in that 11 to 15. Yep. So that's as good of good as anything. I'm not going to come up with anything better. So yeah. That's, you want to check in with that? Yes. Yeah, so we're going to check in with Edger and James Posey. All right. Dickie boys. What was your answer? So I was thinking, I don't know a ton about NBA in that time frame, and that's well documented on this podcast, but I do remember that trade that there was like a whole ton of teams and the Celtics and the Heat, I think, were the main ones. And for some reason, as soon as you said NFL, I was thinking, well, who's, you know, uh, Allen, Edron James, got a last name. And I thought, ah, James. Oh, there was a guy named James Posey that I think that played for both the Heat and the Celtics. So I threw that out to to Walling and Walling said, yes, I like that. So we went with Edron James Posey. Yeah, I thought this one would be trickier. I thought I might trip someone up on this, but both of you guys got it. Correct answer is Edron James Posey. Uh, yeah, James Posey was involved in a uh, five. Yeah, it was it was a uh, five team, thirteen player deal in uh, the summer of two thousand and five, which sent James Posey to Miami, where he won that first championship. He stole that first championship from the Mavericks. Oh, God. Yeah, he was awesome. Awesome for the, the Celtics that year. Bombex response. <laughs> it's all right. I'm used to heavy size when I play this one. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So points all around once again on that one, bringing us to question four in pre and post game. This former first round pick had his best season in 2009 when he caught 78 passes for 965 yards and joined the World Golf Hall of Fame in 2017. Yeah, he's he probably wouldn't be Hall of Fame yet, though, right? No, no, you're right. But it's a good one for the future. It is, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> write it down. <laughs> Scott, uh, Scott, we're gonna we're gonna check in. Boys have checked in. QB of the future. You guys can talk it out. Yeah, so we're thinking it's a tight end. Just by, based on the numbers. Yeah, having um, not gone over a 1,000 yards in any season. Right. And so first-round pick tight ends, late mid to late 2000s, uh, Josh just typed Vernon Davis, and that would fit with Davis Love the third. Um, in terms of joining the World Golf Hall of Fame, I don't, I'm not totally sure. I thought it was like you got a certain number of wins and you're in or something like that. But, um, but you can be – active you can be retired like it's because i know tiger woods is going in i think this year i mean he's obviously well not currently playing but why what happened (laughs) nobody's sure (laughs) he doesn't remember yeah nobody knows yeah so i I think that vernon davis loved the third i mean it it works right it works the vernon davis he was a first round pick yes he was a first round pick like I was saying, I think he wasn't as prolific in yards as like Gonzalez and Gates. 
Correct. So it wouldn't surprise me if his career high or his season high for yards was just under a thousand. Yep. Um, yeah. I think we go with that. Yep. All right. We're going to check in with Vernon Davis. Love the third. Dickie boys and your quiet deliberation. What'd you guys come up with? We threw around a bunch of football names. So we Dallas Clark, Reggie Wayne, Miles Austin, all with last names that would do good with the other person's first name. But then I was saying those numbers have to be a tight end, right? And he agreed. And then we came to Vernon Davis. And I jokingly said Davis loved the third, but I was thinking Hall of Famer in 2017. He's still very active. Why would he be in the Hall of Fame? And so then we just said, well, we can't come up with anything else. So we also checked in with uh, Vernon Davis loved the third which is what I thought was a good one for the future because we disregarded it immediately. <laughs> and then <laughs> you didn't know the future would be so soon. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, t- I'll tell you this, Matt, the future is now the correct answer is Vernon Davis. Love the third. Uh, yeah. Those numbers have to be a tight end, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, 78 passes for a tight end is, is a lot. You would think he'd, he would have more than 960. I mean, he was a deep threat tight end, but you know, I, he didn't get there, but you guys did. So it's all around on that one. All right. Final question of pre and post game. This former hurricane made the pro bowl in Oh two, Oh three, Oh five and Oh six and ended in 2013 after four successful seasons airing on HBO. Bang. All right. We're going to check in. All right. The boys have checked in. Quarterback of the future, you guys can talk it out. We think that the show is eastbound and down. Yeah. Uh, which I know it was a short run um, and was very successful. And I'm a big fan of Kenny Powers. Um, now, trying to come up with a hurricane who would have made the Pro Bowl in 02, 03, 05, and 06, this name would work with eastbound, uh, east. I mean, obviously, it could end in E. Right. But that's not actually necessarily helping me either. Oh, oh, Willis McGahee. Willis McGahee. Did he go to four Pro Bowls? I don't know. It works with ends in E. He went to Miami. I just don't have anything else better that would work than Willis McGahee. Let's go with it. Uh, right, cause I don't think we're going to get anything else. So, so we're going to check in with Willis McGahee bound and down. Dicky boys, what was your answer? Well, um, we had a similar line of thinking. We locked in on Eastbound and Down over things like uh, Boardwalk Empire and Treme because it's actually about sports. Um, so then we started doing that back work backwards like EY, Dwight Freeney, Champ Bailey, and I had the same epiphany that Mark did, and we checked in with Willis McGay, Eastbound and Down. All right. Well, unfortunately, neither team getting points, despite the fact that I loved that answer. Uh, you had to go back to the tight end well on this one. The correct answer is Jeremy Shockey's bound and down. Mm. Yeah. I like our answer better, guys. I, I actually too. like that better. <laughs> <laughs> did McGahee ever make a Pro Bowl? If he did, he certainly wasn't four. Two. Two Pro Bowls. Yeah, well, that's... Two more than I thought he made. (laughs) (laughs) All right. After the first quarter, we have the Dickie Boys with a score of 90 and QBs of the future with 110. And that's going to bring us to 
the second quarter, which will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. All right, question, question one in the missing link. This player holds the distinction of being the first ever lottery pick in the NBA draft. Yeah, I mean, that's as good a guess as, as I have. Okay, we'll so. check in. Quarterback of the future has checked in, and we finally get to hear the Dicky boys talk it out. Mm. Sorry, we're just going to type. <laughs> I'm having a total brain block. What year was Jordan drafted? Was that 84, 85? Yeah, no. So I so we're uh, I just am stuck on the fact that I think that the the lottery being rigged start with started with the first lottery and that was all about Ewing being the first overall pick even though the Knicks weren't that bad. Um I thought now it could just be that that was early um in the in the lottery, but Jordan wasn't a number one pick. Sam Bowie was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I just was wanted to know which what the draft it was. Oh, oh. When mm, what, what year he was. 84? Yeah. So, okay, so if we're thinking that the situation with Ewing might have been 83-ish, then 84 might have been the first year? No, I think Ewing was late, later, right? Because he stuck around... He was around an extra a year after Jordan left, right? Because didn't they win it after Jordan beat him? Maybe they won it before Jordan beat him. Yeah, so I think Ewing was after Jordan, so that would have okay. been eighty five. So that would be about so the it would right have been time the eighty six season, eighty six, eighty five draft, draft probably would have been the first lottery. Then, if that follows, uh, Ewing was definitely Ewing, a lottery because right? there was Ewing was definitely a lottery pick. The question is, was there a lottery pick before that? Um, well, then maybe he was the one, maybe that sticks out in your brain because he's the answer. Okay. Well, well, I don't know that I'm getting to a better one. So <laughs> let's, let's check. Yeah. In I don't that. have anything solid to go off of here. I I never randomly researched this at any point in my sports no, trivia I just, creation. I think I read, this is one of those <laughs> reading Bill Simmons' basketball book helps out kind of thing. So we'll so check in with Patrick Ewing. If you have the Bill Simmons basketball, does it make noise? No, no, it doesn't ding me when I'm right. All right, checking in with Patrick Ewing and QB of the future. What was your answer? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, they've made their way around to the right answer. Um, just to correct them, 84, the number one pick was Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh, Bo yeah. Bowie was number two. Jordan oh, was gosh. three. Boom. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I'm pretty sure the frozen envelope was in the first from the first lottery and uh, that would be Patrick Ewing the frozen envelope that was yep. the controversy that supposedly 
the New York Knicks envelope was cold. It was frozen. So they knew not to grab grab? that one until the number one pick so that Patrick Ewing could go to New York. Only they could have done that for Zion. Uh, Both teams checking in with Patrick Ewing, (laughs) and both teams are correct. The answer is Patrick Ewing. No flavor text because Josh did it for me, which is great. And he corrected the other team about a one. So my work here is done. Have a good day. <laughs> Top-notch co-host. You know, when I actually have some information, I like to share it. So explain to me the frozen envelope thing. Say that again. Now. It's literally, story. it was the envelope was cold. So they knew if they touched it, that was the one that they weren't supposed to grab. So, you know, they line up the envelopes along the thing and, and then open them and say, oh, the first X pick was what? So the cold envelope was the Knicks, so they knew to put that one at the for the number the one pick. pick. For the number one pick. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah, I but, think the Cavaliers started doing that too when they got all the number one picks. There was a process in place though before the lottery though. Wasn't there like a <clears throat> coin flip or something like that? Oh, you mean before? Uh, yeah, b- before there was a lottery, it was yeah. the bottom two teams in each league flipped a coin for first pick. Oh. Yeah, because um, there was something I remember that. Yeah. That, yeah. Because that came up about Kareem. Yeah. We had a question about that about Kareem. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, they should use a D12 going forward or something. Or <laughs> I guess a D14, right? Yeah. I guess. And I'm sure Dan has one of those. Uh, your theme linked answer so far Patrick Ewing. Totally got it. Yep. Figured you might. Tall guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. All right, question two in the missing. Only two men have worn the number 45, won the slam dunk contest, and dropped 50 in a game twice in a playoff series. One of them is Michael Jordan. Who is the other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we can can check in. Yeah. Go with it. All right, yeah, we're checking in. Okay, quarterback to the future. Check in. Dickie boys, talk it out. Or don't. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We just like to sit. <laughs> so, and so the stew. first one of the first names that popped to my mind because was it Mark? Was it you and I who were playing and almost ran a slam dunk champions or slam dunk the first ten? I'm not talking about that um, <laughs> game. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Mark yes. knows his slam dunk champions, and for some reason the number forty five. I don't know. I thought Nate Robinson's number was 45, and I, no, I'm i pretty sure he won a slam dunk champion. He definitely won a slam dunk championship. He kept trying until he did. Um, I don't know that he scored kept 50 points I, in a playoff game twice. Yeah, I don't think those teams that he was on were very good. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Nate Robinson was 45. Okay. I, I and, I and you say for sure that he won a slam dunk championship. Yeah, because that was one of the burden. What other scoring options were on that? Not that I, I hate this when people do this. They ask other questions. But what other scoring options were on those teams with him? Oh. Played for the Knicks, right? Yeah, he did. Um, so, <laughs> Eddie Curry. Um, David oh, Lee. Yeah. So, nobody. <laughs> yeah, the question is, did the Knicks even make the playoffs then? Yeah, that's um, a good question. The Knicks have been dog crap for like, yeah, but yeah. nowadays with the, with eight teams, it seems like there's always a number eight, or they some sometimes squeak in as a seven or an eight seed. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not so, coming up with anybody, and I'm, I'm not, not really good on like the last that, so. five years. So if it's anybody in the last five years, I'm probably not going to be able to pull it. So I'm fine. But we'll check it, in. Does you it wanna, fit with okay. our theme though? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it rules out the tall guys theme. <laughs> yes, it does. Five guys who've never been in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and check in with Nate Robinson. All right, not, the Dickie not, boys. Not, uh, not oh. Nate Robertson. Robertson. <laughs> just, just straight Robinson? Yeah, just Robinson. All right, Dickie boys have checked in with Nate Robinson. We'll throw it over to quarterback of the future. Uh, like Matt said, I do know my slam dunk champions, but unfortunately, I only know them uh, previous to about 2002. Um, so uh, I thought of a guy who wears number 45, and last year, I'm pretty sure he scored 50 points uh, twice going head-to-head with uh, Jamal Murray in the playoffs, and that was Donovan Mitchell. I'm not sure if he won the slam dunk contest, um, or we weren't sure, but uh, he's 45. He scored a lot of points um, a few times in the playoffs last year, so um, we checked in with Donovan Mitchell. All right. Checking in with Donovan Mitchell. One team is getting points. Uh, he scored 57 and 51 in last year's playoff series against the Nuggets. The correct answer is Donovan Mitchell. And Josh had to correct me and tell me that Donovan Mitchell's on the Jazz and, and, and <laughs> not on the Nuggets. I get confused <laughs> with those two teams. I get so I get confused. Your theme link answers so far are Patrick Ewing and Donovan Mitchell. Question number three in missing link. He was named Mr. California Basketball in 1995, and that's the truth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we can check in. All right. Quarterback of the future has checked in. Dickie boys, talk it out. Wallen, you might want to clarify whether that's a statement or a question. Um, no, it's a statement. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure, based on the uh, last bit of that that the the guy whose nickname is the truth is paul pierce so um we're gonna check in with paul pierce dickie boys have checked in with paul pierce quarterback to the future what do you guys answer? yep uh all-time great celtic from kansas uh i know he's from the la area um so yeah and the, the truth paul pierce that's and the truth is indeed Paul Pierce. So both teams are getting points. All right. So your theme link answers thus far are Patrick Ewing, Donovan Mitchell, and Paul Pierce. And question number four. He is the most recent player to average 20 points per game during his final NBA season, retiring in 2004. He was an all-star the year prior to retiring and is top 10 all-time in points per game for both the Hornets and the Mavericks franchise. All right. We're going to check in. Dickie Boyd's have checked in, which means quarterback of the future. You guys are free to talk it out. I'm trying to come at it from like Hornet, you know, Hornets. Didn't, Who was like? Didn't uh, did Mashburn play for both of those teams? I think he did, didn't he? Yeah. Although he would have just he came out and like if you retired in 2004. Didn't he was on those late nineties Kentucky teams, right? Wasn't he drafted no, in like I don't think he was late nineties. Was he or was he wasn't he drafted in like ninety seven or am I I thought it was earlier than that. Um but I do think he played for both of those teams. So I've got nothing better. So um 
I say we just check in with Jamal Mashburn. All right. All right. Quarterbacks of the future. Check in with Jamal Mashburn. Dicky boys. Winter. Yeah. So as resident Mavericks fan, um, I seem to remember this was around the time that Tony Braxton, um, actually he was a guy who hung around after Tony Braxton broke up the three J's. Um, <laughs> So we, I remember him being in a Hornets uniform after he left Dallas, and we checked in with Jamal Mashburn. All right. Both teams checking in with Jamal Mashburn. Uh, yeah, this is the guy that uh, Matt thought was 96. The correct answer is Jamal Mashburn. All right, your theme link answers so far are Patrick Ewing, Donovan Mitchell, Paul Pierce, and Jamal Mashburn. Patrick Ewing, Donovan Mitchell, Paul Pierce, and Jamal Mashburn. On to question five. This power forward basketball championships were 10 years apart, one in college in the 90s and one in the NBA during the 2000s while playing for the Heat. Okay, we can check in. QBs of the future, talk it out. Yeah, so I typed to Josh that the Heat won in 2006, which he agreed. Yep. Uh, so 96. Mashburn was, my... was 96. <laughs> <laughs> that was my senior year in college, and I'm almost positive that Kentucky uh, Kentucky won the championship yep. that year. Yep. So power forward on that team was Antoine Walker, mm-hmm. who I'm pretty sure was on the heat, uh, even though I don't think he's really a power forward. The guy never went inside the three-point line for the Celtics. Well, that doesn't mean he's not a power forward. because That's uh, true. Carl Anthony Towns is a center who doesn't move yeah. inside the three-point <laughs> yeah. circle. So, yeah, no, Antoine Walker absolutely is a power forward. Whether yes. whether he played like a power forward, mm-hmm. his height dictated him to be a power forward, and his weight probably. Yes, definitely his <laughs> weight. <laughs> so yeah, let's uh, check in with Antoine Walker. Okay. All right, checking in. All right, checking in with Antoine Walker and Vicky Boys. Your answer, please. Yep. I uh, went to the first round games in 1996, um, where I saw the team with Tony Delk, Walter McCarty, Ron Mercer, and Antoine Walker that went on to win. Um, And one of those guys seemed to fit the bill. Uh, So we also checked in with Antoine Walker. Yeah, he was also involved in the James Posey trade that I mentioned earlier, but didn't want to give his name to, uh, I didn't want to have it fresh on anyone's mind. The correct answer is Antoine Walker. Uh, so points all around there. Nice job. So your theme-linked answers are Patrick Ewing, Donovan Mitchell, Paul Pierce, Jamal Mashburn, and Antoine Walker. Hmm. So if you know anybody wants to submit a theme guest, that would be great. Um, but don't feel like you have in my to. My kitchen, right? Is- I'm 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 assuming it's not five NBA players. That's that's not wrong. <laughs> it's not I'm right. Guessing that's not, not the actual theme. Um, God, it's not incorrect, I suppose. But it's probably not the theme. He's it's not the for. theme I came up with. No, um, I tried a little bit harder than that. All right, the Dicky Boys have submitted the theme. So, QB of the future, you guys can talk out a theme. Uh, no, I, really I, su- I suggested that uh, they all have no career NHL goals, um, but I 
I don't think that's what Scott was going for. Yeah, and then it's like, well, okay. Yeah, I also said, are these Mighty Ducks characters? But <laughs> Josh said, we already used that one. All right. Uh, they could be. I couldn't tell you. I yeah. have no idea, yeah, nor either. do I care. But, I mean, I don't have anything. I mean, we could go with your has no career NHL goals. That's fun. Yeah, I think that's good. All right. They all have no career NHL goals. Yeah, that's, that's we're going to check, check it in, in with. Uh, expecting 100 points. Oh, we can only get 50 now anyway. Oh, we can't well, get 100. We should get 100 for that. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's an incredible theme that Scott came up with. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you, Eric. Uh, all right, so QBs of the future have checked in with a theme answer of they all have zero career goals in the NHL. Um, <laughs> For an answer that might be a little bit uh, closer to the actual theme, Dicky uh, Boys, why don't you tell us what you came up with? I so I really kind of went off of I, I remember Pierce being a pretty big high school recruit. I thought Ewing was a pretty big high school recruit. I, I just throwing up something in a shot in the dark and said these were all number one recruits out of high school. Yeah, that's a that's a good one there. Um, unfortunately, no. No point awarded for the theme on this one. I know, shocker. Um, so to figure this one out, uh, you really kind of had to look into where these guys played uh, over their course of their careers. And there's uh, one common theme as far as someone who coached all of them. Uh, so that's where it was here. So someone that coached the Knicks uh, in the late 80s, someone that coached at Louisville, that coached the Celtics, and then at Kentucky. Uh, all of these players were at one time coached by Rick Pitino. That's a that's, good one. Yeah. Uh, that's why I saved Mashburn and Walker for the end, because I was like, if I put the Kentucky guys early, it'll put people on that track. I don't know. We've had so many, like, non-sportsy ones that I, like, the names is where I, like, get yep. sucked to. So, good one. That's, that's, uh, dang. Now that you say it, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> Heading into halftime, we have the world champion Dickie Boys with 170 and QBs of the future with 210. It is now time for the halftime round. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question one. What NBA player's MC name is MB35? I've got zero on this one there. You check in with whatever you want there, man. I have nothing. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll go ahead and check in. All right, Dickie Boys have checked in. QBs of the future, talk it out. Yeah, I was trying to think about guys who wear number 35 with the initials MB, and uh, I, like Josh, are not good at who wears what number. <laughs> so I'm just trying to come up with MB players, and the name that Josh had not heard of, I just typed, was Mike Michael, Mike Mikhail, Mikhail Bridges. I know he went to Michigan State, and I don't know who he plays for now. I know he's been dunking all over people. That's all. It's, he tries to dunk it every single time. Yeah, um, he was a lottery pick. He was a lottery pick. Yeah, that, he could have been the number one overall pick. It doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> I know. Like moderate, like re, I'm assuming he's a fairly recent. Mm -hmm. 
in the mm-hmm. league kind of guy. If mm-hmm. you didn't get drafted by the Timberwolves, I might not know him. And uh, I, I don't, I don't know that I'm going to come up with anything different or better. Just trying to think if I can think of other guys in the league. Yeah, like, I mean, Michael, ask me Michael somebody Beasley. who's like <laughs> Michael Beasley's too busy smoking pot. He's yeah. he, he's not rapping. Yeah, I don't. I it's, I don't <laughs> think he's playing either. <laughs> or the right lyrics. Oh, smoking. you know what? He very well is still on somebody's bench. Who oh, is he? He could be. Like it wouldn't surprise me if he still was in the league somewhere, yep. making a little more money to buy a little more pot. He's probably playing for. If he is, he's on a team that the state it's legal to, to recreationally partake. Yeah, I, I I feel best about Mikhail, Michael, Mikhail, however you say it, Bridges. Okay, um, uh, we can go with that. I so. I I'm not coming up with any like, um, yeah, my brain's not firing on MB. Yeah, so we'll check in with uh, Michael Bridges, Mikhail. Right. Checking in with Michael, Mikhail Bridges, and B Boys. Your answer. I was trying to come up with MBNBA and MBNBA names. And I thought, hey, there's a guy who hates another guy and maybe released a couple of diss tracks about him and his wife. Like, so I said Matt Barnes. We checked in with Matt Barnes. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, no team's getting points on this one. Uh, Mikhail Bridges, Mark, I think you're thinking of Miles Bridges for the Hornets. He's the guy that dunks on everybody. Okay, yeah. Um, it wasn't him. Uh, Josh, it is somebody that went to Duke uh, and came out in 2018. The correct answer is Marvin Bagley. Ah, that's... I couldn't get, I couldn't latch onto it. I, it, was, it. It was sitting in there from, once again, how do I ever get anything? <laughs> it's from being on the show or writing questions, but... I, it's not his, his isn't a name that's easy to just grab who's who's he play for i don't even know sacramento that's probably why i don't know question two in halftime in the movie she's the man what actors pretend she is a boy in order to play on the school's soccer team we can check in dickie boys have checked in qbs of the future talk it out scarlett johansson jumped into my head uh, but I have no idea. I can tell you I've never seen this movie. Oh, no. Uh, is this... Is it Amanda Bynes? Sure. She was big in that in the, you know, 2000s as a teenager-ish. Like, I think I can picture her on the cover of the... Like, I've seen the cover. You want me to grab it? I have the DVD. <laughs> I'm assuming that would help me. Um, that's the name that jumps to mind. Um, I'm fine with that. I, I got nothing. So uh, I, I, mean, I don't have real strong, but that's, that's the one that came to mind from once again, looking at questions for halftime. I know I've seen the cover a bunch of times, so we're going to check in with Amanda Bynes. And with Amanda Bynes. Dickie boys, Walling, you were all over this one. What was your answer? Yeah, because this came up at a different trivia night. Uh, because this is based on Shakespeare's The Twelfth Night. Uh, that is, and the star of this show was Amanda Bynes. We checked in with Amanda Bynes. Ooh. Yay for research for halftime. Nice work, Josh. Both, both teams getting points. Yeah, this, this is one of uh, 
one of Pan and Tatum's early uh, early films as well. The correct answer is she's the man. Uh, sorry, actually, the correct answer is Amanda Bynes. <laughs> I gave you the name of the movie. <laughs> it would have been much easier if you asked us what movie also titled She's the Man. <laughs> uh, all right. All right, question three. What 12-year NBA veteran released the jazz albums Power Forward, King Time, and Rebound? I can check in. All right. Dickie boys have checked in. QBs of the future. Talk it out. I feel like I know this. Um, I mean, I think I've probably heard about this because it seems familiar. Yeah. But it's not. I don't think it would be. So, I don't think it's something current. I want to say 80s, 90s, like early 80s into the early 90s, maybe. Could be 70s into the 80s. I mean, I don't know why. Just, I just don't picture anybody currently being like a jazz. But I, I could be wrong. I don't know. That's. I don't think I'm going to come up with it. I'm just trying to think if I know. And once again, I don't like jazz, so I don't really know lots of people who do jazz to think, did they play in the NBA? I can't get it from either way. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel like this is a story that I've heard. But I, I just can't come up with it. I think I'm in the same place as yeah. I think I've heard about an NBA player who got into jazz music, but beyond that, I got nothing. It's not there. Yeah, I'm Tupa. He didn't play in the NBA. Oh, <laughs> well, he's a punter. That sounds like he's a fun a success, thing. He's a successful <laughs> Ohio State quarterback. The most successful. Yeah, some would say. That's what, that's what we heard on the, on a previous podcast. Um, I still feel like the way it's written is current, but um, so somebody would have been drafted around 2008, 2009. Power yeah, forward. Go ahead and pick a power forward currently then, because I mean, John I Walker. He's not current. <laughs> he definitely doesn't do jazz. <laughs> uh, Michael Beasley does jazz cabbage <laughs> um oh god i can't think of anybody then let's just uh yep pass we're gonna punt i think QBs of the future have punted but you know tom Tupo was both so i guess that makes sense over to Passing and punting yeah <laughs> over to dicky boys for your answer um, I, for some reason, remember this from some old NBA inside stuff. Me too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, it just stuck with me. I don't know why I remember this, but I definitely remember. It took me a second to get there, but it's Wayman Tisdale. Mm. One team getting points. The correct answer is Wayman Tisdale. Yep. Exactly where I remember it from through Walling is the old Ahmad Rashad talking about it on inside stuff. All right. Question number four. Chris Hemsworth played what British Formula One driver in the 2013 film Rush? Yes. Yes, that's the name I was trying to think of, Matt. We're going to check in. All right, Dickie boys have checked in. QBs of the future, talk it out. Um, I typed to Josh, Nikki, Nikki Lauda, but he said that wasn't right. No. Um, uh, that, it could, that could be somebody from the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I've not actually seen the movie. Uh, I've written a question about this movie. 
Um, is it? Um, I think his name's Hunt. Yeah, Hunt. Yeah, James Hunt. Yes, right. James Hunt. Is that his name? James Hunt? Yeah. Yep. yep. We'll check that in. Check it in. All right, checking in with James Hunt. Dickie Boys, what was your answer? Yeah, I threw over there, I just said, the name James Hunt pops into my brain. Is that right or something? And he said, yep, that's it, that's it. So we checked in with the same thing, James Hunt. All right. And both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is James Hunt. He won the F1 championship in 1976. All right, question five in halftime. Before a knee injury halted his NFL dreams, what actor intercepted 22 passes in just 30 career games for Princeton, including a record-setting 12 picks during the 1987 season? Almost positive. That's right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with this. Okay. Yeah, we can check in. All right. QBs of the future has checked in. Dickie boys, talk this one out. How's your Princeton football? <laughs> That's New Jersey football to you. <laughs> How's your New Jersey football? So if it was 1987, he probably broke into acting in the early 90s and is probably like mid to late 90s is when he probably Princeton. Is, is would have to be somebody who was smaller if he was a defensive back because he let as he had interceptions. So right, probably not a bigger fella. Um, I've seen D linemen catch interceptions. Yeah, probably didn't lead, set a record though with twelve in one season. Um, Man, if only someone had done a list about career interception leaders in college. Yes, I did, but not. That was impossible to finish. Whatever. It's here. So let me just do a little math. So if they would have been a senior in 87, they would have been 24 in 87, which is 34 years ago, which puts them at right about 60. Yeah. Yeah. In the late 50s. Probably now, like in his late 50s, early, you know, like 60 ish or so. I'm not going to come up with anything. I'm kind of lost here. Um, Trying to think of like mid '90s or late '90s era sports movies because he probably would have been in a sports-related movie at some point then too. So there's um, the Wayans that were in like um, Last Action or not Last Action Hero, but um, Last Boy Scout. Sorry, um, there was you got, um, old, uh, you got all the Gilmore movies, <laughs> uh, or I guess just the Gilmore movie, the Gilmore um, Girls, Gilmore Girls movies. <laughs> um, we don't have this, man. Let's just go ahead and okay. You want to say Adam best? Sandler? Adam Sandler. Yep. Let's All right. go ahead and Adam, check in with Adam Sandler. World-renowned defensive back Adam Sandler. All right, Dickie boys checking in with world-renowned defensive back Adam Sandler. QBs of the future. Uh, yeah, this is one of those things that I just um, you know, stupid facts about people and where they go to college when they um you know, become stars is uh, there's a guy who played Superman on a TV show uh, in the nineties, Dean Kane. And I just remember that he went to Princeton and played football. Um, so that's what we checked in with Dean Kane. He did go to Princeton and play football. The correct answer is Dean Kane. So one team getting points on that one. Nice poll. 
Never would have got there. <laughs> Adam, Adam Sandler is from New Hampshire. He definitely did not go to Princeton. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the only thing, I, I knew Dean Kane played football in college, but like I said to Mark, I said, I don't know where he played or what position he played, but I know that Dean Kane did play college football. So Yeah, those that, that's one of those things that I, those are facts that go into my brain and then don't leave for whatever reason. It's kind of like, just like, wow, that guy really played sport, you know, like, or yeah. so. Um, well, that guy played jazz. You're right. Yeah, that that one didn't <laughs> stay in my brain. Apparently, you guys were going down a weird path. I'm like the Wayne brothers at Princeton. I don't, I don't know that that matches up. <laughs> Are you saying they're not smart? I'm Money. not saying that. I just think that they probably go to like Howard if they were. Money, okay, Money buys a lot of stuff. <laughs> this is true. Aunt Becky taught us that. <laughs> Heading into the second half, we have the world champion Dickie Boys with 230 and QBs of the future with 270. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Uh, today's third quarter will be five on five. Five on five. For this quarter, there will be five categorized lists containing five items each, where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Question one in five on five. The five active Major League Baseball players with the most steals. Because as Doherty reminded us, steals are fun. They are. We can, I mean, we're down. Okay, then let's gamble. Let's gamble. All right. We're, We're going to check in. Dicky boys are gambling and have checked in. Oh, boy. QBs of the future, you guys can talk it out. Do we have to? This is tough. Because um, it's like you have guys, there's not a lot of guys stealing bases these days. You got to try and think about guys who've been around for a long time. Like, does Jose, yeah. Reyes, does Jose Reyes still play, right? Isn't he back on the Mets now? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, you type Billy Hamilton, who I know he's. Yeah, he led. The, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to think if, if I can recall guys who've led the league. Yep. You know, and in the last. Right. We know Trout. Trout steals a lot, but I don't know if it's enough to be top five on this list. I mean, beyond beyond Hamilton, I don't know. I'm trying to think of older guys, Robinson Cano or. Yeah, I, I know I've looked at the stolen base leaders. I just trying to think of any others. Like the Uptons, any Uptons still playing? Justin Upton, know. BJ Upton, Kate Upton. Yeah, Carl Crawford. I don't think any of them are still I playing. I don't think so. I think El Tuve would be in the top five. Yeah, his name crossed my mind. I just don't. I have no concept of how many bases he steals in a year. I think. You know, I think like, he led the league one or two seasons, or led the, the his league. I don't know if he led the majors necessarily. Right. But, um, 
that's a name that came up in my mind with Hamilton. Um, you want to go with those two? I, I'm fine with that. Okay, just I Hamilton. I have not watched enough baseball I mean, nationwide. So if, if we go with one, years. if we go with one, we get ten. If we get it right. If we go with two and don't get it right, we get zero. If we get two right, we get twenty. I mean, it's yep. not a big difference. So, do we want to go with? I'd go with two. Yeah. Hamilton and El Tuve. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah, I can't come up with any others. I'm, yeah. Since it doesn't happen very much, as Matt stated, I just don't know who else is on the list. So we're gonna check in with Hamilton and El Tuve. All right, Dicky boys, over to you guys for your gambled answers. Yep. So um, if Reyes hadn't retired last summer, he definitely would have been number one. But he technically retired, I think, like last, like over the summer, even though he hadn't been playing for a couple of years. So a guy who stole a lot of bases for the Texas Rangers and is still active, never really led the league, but was always at the top. Um, Elvis Andrews was one. Yeah, Billy Hamilton, obviously, he's yeah. always on. Billy Hamilton, Elvis Andrews, and then another name that popped out to me because I'm from Kansas City, and the guy always pinch runs, always steals bases, always at the top of the league, and that was Gerard Dyson. We also, another guy who's constantly at the top of the league or leading the league was um, the center fielder from the Yankees, Brett Gardner. And then last, we decided to gamble, and we also went for our fifth answer with uh, Jose Altuve. All right. Well, I will read off the top five, and we'll see how the points look. Number one, uh, the current leader actively in steals is Billy Hamilton. Uh, currently, number two is Elvis Andrews. Number three is Brett Gardner. Number four, Jose Altuve. And number five, Gerard Dyson. Wow. Work, guys. Wow. Great job, Dicky boys. Never thought I'd say that in a sentence. Apparently, <laughs> apparently they pay attention to who steals bases. Well, steals are fun. Yeah. Steals are fun. Gerard yeah. Dyson. Gerard Dyson gets a who from from me. Hey man, he yeah. is Mr. He is Mr. Speed. Um, that's what Speed do for the Royals. So that's a big yep. that dude gets on all the time. Like every, like late in every Royals game, he comes on and steals a base. Everybody if, knows he's doing it. He's very Willie Mays Hayes. If Byron Buxton didn't get hurt all the time, oh, no. he'll be up there soon enough. I, I, well, no, he doesn't play enough games to True. get enough steals. But last night I was if, watching the game and he made like two fantastic catches. You know, he's awesome. he's so and he good. went up against the uh, wall each time. I was like, please don't get injured. Please don't get injured. No. Oh, good. Oh. And he's hitting like a madman right now. Hitting like four thirty-eight right now or something. He has like yeah, a one point four OPS yeah, or something like man. that. Yep, so 20 points for QBs of the future and 50 points for the Dickie boys on that one. I forgot Gardner. Yeah, I, was, I didn't think he stole that many bases, but he, he has hasn't in the last like time. Yeah, seven or eight years, but yeah. 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 First came on, that's pretty much all he was doing. All right, question two in five on five. I said there were no NBA questions, I promised, but I didn't say anything about WNBA. So the most games played in WNBA history. We'll check in. Dicky boys have checked in. QBs of the future. You guys can talk it out. I mean, I feel pretty good with the, the first names I sent to you. I feel good with Sue Bird, um, Katie Smith, and Tina Thompson. Yep. Um, obviously, Katie Smith played for a long time in the beginning of the, the league. and I'd say we just go with your three. and Okay. Yeah, I, I'm – 
I, I don't feel comfortable going beyond those. So yeah, we're going to check in with uh, Sue Bird, Katie Smith, and Tina Thompson. All right. Over to the Dickie boys for your answers. Yeah, we uh, threw around some names, Tarasi, Bird, Cooper. I threw out Lindsay Whalen because that was pretty much one of the only names that I know. We talked about Cooper, um, but uh, we th- uh, um, Eric brought up the idea that uh, we think Tarazi played in Europe for a couple of years or a year or two, and Cooper took a couple some time off uh, to have you know start her family, and so we were going to gamble on Whalen maybe, but we decided not, and we played it safe and just went with Sue Bird. Checking in with just Sue Bird. Well, I can tell you that the Dicky boys are definitely getting points. Sue Bird is number one uh, all-time in WNBA games played. Uh, Tina Thompson is third all-time, and Katie Smith is fourth all-time. So points all around. In second place, Delisha Milton-Jones, which okay. is a name <laughs> that, that I've, incorrect. I've, I've heard of, but I don't know who she played for. Ooh. And uh, number five, sometimes the gambles pay off, Matt. Number five is Lindsay Whalen. Huh. Oh. Hmm. Just, I mean, I know she played for a long time. I just wouldn't have necessarily thought, wow. Yeah. Well, way to go, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of surprised when I saw her in there, too. But, yeah, she did play for a while. This so. is going to be riveting for everybody listening. My wife graduated high school from high school with Lindsay Whalen. Oh. Where did she go to high school? I don't know. Hutchinson. Huh. That's where. Yeah. Good yeah. old Hutchinson High. She went to Minnesota, right? Lindsay Whalen. Yeah. She, did she yeah. go to Minnesota? Yeah. She's still the current coach of Minnesota. And she is the yeah, she's the yep. coach of the women's yeah. basketball team. Always room for more Minnesota. So all right. Question three and five on five. In hindsight, I maybe I should have saved this for a Marcus game, but here we go. The last five Oregon running backs drafted in the NFL. We're gonna go ahead and check in. Icky boys have checked in. QBs of the future. Talk it out. I mean, Michael James. That's a for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like two or three years ago, um, maybe maybe longer, but within the last few years, I type like Eric Blount, but I don't know that he got drafted after he punched that guy out. You know, now that you um, mentioned that, he might not have. I, and he was on the Patriots. I don't. I, I feel like he was undrafted. Um, I mean. Jonathan Stewart is an Oregon running back, but I mean, that was 12, 10, 12 years ago. I mean, if he's on, he's maybe the fifth, maybe. Right. That's what I was, but I, I feel like there's somebody I'm not thinking of from the last few years. I don't, I don't know my Oregon running backs very well. Um, like I told you, the, aside from James, I I can go all the way back to 03 with uh, Ontario Smith, and I certainly don't think that this is going back that far. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, Ontario Smith and his Wizenator. Hmm. <laughs> that guy was a knucklehead. What? He was the steal of the draft. <laughs> self-proclaimed, right? Yeah, the sod. Yeah, self-proclaimed. He claimed it. Yeah, of course he was. Nobody else claimed it. He Phenomenal. claimed it. He played that. He played like an entire half of a game with the, uh, with the Winnipeg Bombers or something like that. Man, he was phenomenal. Um, I mean, I think you know James uh, is definitely one. Yeah, I, that, I think maybe we go with Stewart under the same logic last time. Like, like maybe he maybe that's the like hits the fifth. Right, like and we're back not, to 
you know, the 20 late, points and instead of 10 points, you know, like. All right. So we're saying James and Stewart. Yeah, I think we'll check in with that. Sounds good to me. All right. James and Stewart. Dickie Boys, what was your list? Uh, we came up with uh, Royce Freeman pretty quick. Uh, mm-hmm. We thought Michael James was on there, and Stewart I know was a while back, but Stewart also, we uh, he's the second time he's been on this show, right? Wasn't that a wrestling question about him, wasn't there? Jonathan Stewart? Uh, the wrestling wrestling question. No, it was D'Angelo Williams. Oh, D'Angelo Williams. Williams. It was the other guy. Sorry, yeah, the other Carolina. But then the one that we were kind of tossing around, we were thinking that, I forget his first name, is it? Is it Key, Key Kenyon. John, Kenyon. John Barner? And uh, who? So we put Kenyon Barner. Oh, Kenyon Barner? I think it's Kenyon. Is that how you say it? I don't Kenyon, know. I Kenyon. Yep. J or John or something in there. So so we went with uh, Stuart James Freeman and Barner. Stuart James Freeman and Barner. All right. So the most recent, Royce Freeman. Uh, before that was Kenyon Barner, Michael James. Jonathan Stewart, and fifth, you go back to 2003 with the knucklehead oh, Ontario Smith. No way. <laughs> wow. Yep. No way. Wow. I Garrett would have not undrafted. Otherwise, he would have been on this list. I definitely yep, said in the chat, Mark, I was like, who's – I said, it was Blunt? I said, Blunt was the guy that cold cocked some dude on national television that got kicked off Every the team, right? Boise State, right? Yeah. Yep. Like first game of the season or whatever. Yep. That's right. Now I remember that. Yeah. Yep. So 40 points for wow. the Dickie boys on that one and 20 points for QBs of the future. Um, nice job. I just didn't think it could have gone all the way back to 03. <laughs> when I first made this list, I was like, oh, there's no way. And then I'm looking at it and I'm like, where's Garrett Blunt? And then I remembered that he didn't get drafted. Yeah, I, I thought Stewart was probably like as far back as I felt comfortable going. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, surely there's some other name in the middle there that we just all forgot. Yeah, some guy who got picked in like the sixth round, you know? Like, right. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And I was like, oh, I, I actually know all five of these guys. Well, My mom knows absolutely nothing about sports at all in the world, but she's a chemical dependency counselor and she knows Ontario Smith's name just because <laughs> of the Wizenator. <laughs> the Wizenator. All right, question four in five on five. The first five unique kickers to be named first team all pro during the 2000s. We'll check in. Go and check in. All right. In true fashion of this quarter, the Diggy Boys have checked in, which means that QB of the future, you guys can talk it out. Vinatieri's got to be one of them. Yes, absolutely. Vinatieri's got to be one. And then I feel pretty good about Vanderjack. I, I I agree. I also feel like Seabass probably. I don't. Was, but maybe not. And I just typed in Jason Elam. Who had a... That might he might be too. He might be more. And he was late, late late two thousands. Elam. Yeah. Isn't or is he in the? I thought he was. Teens. Was he kicking for him when? No, wasn't he? Was he not kicking for the Broncos in the late nineties? And then you typed in Matt Stover. Maybe when he was kicking for Baltimore, right? Was yeah, he, that's what was I was Baltimore's thinking. Baltimore's kicker. I don't think of him as being. I just know he had. He was always solid. Not I'm trying to think of other kickers in that early two thousands who were besides Vanderjack and Vinatieri. Obviously, I think those two were. Yeah, I think some of those other ones you mentioned might be a little early. Like I think Kate John Casey is earlier. Well, he was he he's the guy who kicked the ball out of bounds very nicely in the uh, Patriots Panthers Super Bowl. <laughs> 
Um, so that Brady could <laughs> Brady could throw about a hundred balls to Dion Branch um, on the last drive. Um, so that was oh four oh five. I just don't know if he was ever really like, good top in the league. He was right. consistent, but I don't know if he was ever the right. And there's John Carney who was kicking for the Chargers. Same kind of thing, like long career, but not not like. So I mean, I feel pretty good about Venturi Vanderjack. I don't know. I think those are definites. I'm just trying to determine if we can. Who? Yeah. Who else? Once again, it's it's any any given one season. If they just have a huge season, that's where I thought Stover had like a pretty big season around 2000, but maybe not. Yeah. I feel better about Elam than Stover, but maybe I think Elam was more his career was earlier. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I just want to go with Vinatieri and Vanderjack. Well, those are the two I feel like absolutely comfortable with. Yeah, me too. Um, Yeah, let's just get some points and. Yep. I mean, they're closing. They're closing the, the lead, but we definitely don't want to try and get a zero. So true. All right. Yeah, so we'll check in with uh, Vinatieri and Vanderjack. All right, over to the Dickie Boys for your answer. We we narrowed on uh, Wallinghead, Vanderjek, and Vinatieri pretty quick, and then I threw in Acres, and then we tossed around Neil Rackers, but we couldn't remember number one if he was all pro. Uh, we thought we had a he had a big year like, well five oh six ish or something like that, but we didn't want to gamble on that one, so we just checked in with uh, the V Boys and uh, and Mr. Acres. Icky boys checked in with the V boys and David acres. All right. So, uh, yep. The first five unique kickers, we have Adam Vinatieri and Mike Vanderjat, AKA the V boys, Matt. Stover. So that's the name that came up. Matt Stover had a, a big season. Uh, then we have Neil Rackers who had a big season in 0506. And, uh, last on the list is David acres, Matt Stover. He doesn't listen to this podcast, right? Is he the one that we, Yes. Correct. Oh, Matt Prater. No, oh, no, Matt's Matt, Matt Prater. Prater. You're right. Matt Prater. Stover listens all the time. Yeah, that's Lon, Lon Chaney. Your, uh, Lon Chaney. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so we each had one that we were like thinking was in there, but not totally confident. As soon as you said Acres, it's like, yep. I, that, yep. Yeah. I agreed. As soon as they said it, just like, couldn't. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't pull him. So. Bill's kicker. All right. Well, things are getting interesting here as we go into the final question of five on five. And I need the five players to hit three home runs in a game for three different franchises. And this just came up because it happened recently. I found out there were only five. And I said, hey, that'll make a good five on five. A good one? Okay. That, I said, that'll make a five on five. <laughs> wow. Okay. We'll check in. Oh, boy. You boys have checked in. QB of the future. You guys can talk it out. I'm trying to think of the current, the one that just recently happened. And I can't, I can't, I remember it was like, I think it was last week okay. in the last week. The guy's probably on my fantasy team too. Like that's the ridiculous thing. He's pro- I was just looking at home run leaders. Cause I know that Byron Buxton is up near the top. So I was just kind of looking at some of his stats. Um, so then I was looking at the, the home run leaders, um, yeah. some others that were on, the list, I think, I think Ronald Okuna was on there. Yeah, he's only played for the Braves. Right. Um, just trying to tell you the names that uh, mm-hmm. like I just looked at this like 
in the last day or two. Yep. Um, it's JD Martinez. Is he on the? Was he like he was one on the? Yeah, he's on top. the. Yeah, he's on the Red Sox. Um, I mean, he had three home runs the other day, and I know he had a ton of home runs for the Padres before he came to the Red Sox. I don't know enough about his career if he has a third team. Yeah, he. I think he does. I mean, we're talking like right now the leaders have like eight, like eight, eight, eight or right. so. So there can't be many guys who've hit three in a game. Yeah, you know, J.D. Martinez just hit. He just had three home runs like last Friday. Do you think he could be the one that just is the most yeah. the guy who just did it? I think so. Okay. Then we were talking about A Rod. I thought A Rod. I think it's a very distinct possibility with the Mariners, the Rangers, and the Yankees that he easily could have had three home run games with each of those teams. Yep. And I threw out the guy who's played forever and has hit a lot of homers, Adrian Beltre. But I don't have any real confidence that he hit three home runs for three different teams. Yeah. Andres Galarraga played for the Expos, Rockies, and Braves, hit a ton of home runs. I don't know. Like, well, I'm fine with just going with JD Martinez and A Rod. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm gonna get another name. I feel like real comfortable. Right. With. I mean, the other, yeah, Jack Clark played for a ton of teams back in the '80s and '90s. He had a ton of home runs for the Red Sox, but who knows? I don't know. I don't, I don't recall him being that much of a like. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. As much as much as anybody back in the back in those days, he hit a lot. Of, I mean, he 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 was a, he hit a lot of home runs for the Red Sox. He was only here for a couple of years. Yeah, but I don't have any real. I don't know. Like so. I don't. None of those other ones feel like like they could be on the list. But yep. Should we just go with the two? Yeah. With JD Martinez and Alex Rodriguez. Yep. All right. Check that in. And Dicky Boys, what'd you guys come up with? Uh, yeah, we. I remember JD Martinez just did this the other day, and I said, "Okay, where were his three teams: Arizona, Detroit, and Boston." Also thought, yeah, A Rod played long enough for all those teams, um, so we also went with A Rod. And then the third name we were thinking of home run hitters. We also were ruling out everybody like pre free agency time, so we had a, a smaller window. And we, so I know he hit three for Texas in a game. Pretty sure he probably hit three for New York in a game. The question is, did he do it in that little time in Atlanta that he was there? So we checked in, we gambled, and we said Mark Teixeira is the third answer. All right. So you said uh, J.D. Martinez, A-Rod, and Mark Teixeira. Yeah, and I'm really afraid of Adrian Beltre, by the way. I really liked that answer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, so most recently, and I'm not sure why Mark didn't jump all over it, but it was J.D. Martinez, the Red Sox. It happened when we were on vacation. (laughs) I wasn't watching. (laughs) And I had to look up whether it was the Tigers or the D-backs for the third team, but it was – or the Astros or the D-backs. It was the D-backs for him. Uh, Also on the list, Alex Rodriguez. You guys both keyed in on that. Names not said on the list. Uh, Dave Kingman did it. Mm, yeah, he's a guy that makes some sense. Yep. That's all he did is if he got a hit, it was a home run. <laughs> and he bounced around, so that makes sense. Uh, Johnny Mize is also on this list. Oh, of course, oh, wow. yeah. Okay. 
Yep. And then uh, the fifth on this list is Mark Teixeira. Yeah. Wow. The, the gamble playoff. You know, I, I'm glad I, don't I didn't think the, of Adrian Beltre. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, I don't know if it was the Braves or the Angels for Teixeira's third one. Oh, yeah. He yes. was the, the Angels, too. That's right. I, I only, like, his name briefly came into mind. I couldn't think of teams beyond Texas and New York. I didn't know he played for other teams. That's because, yeah, I mean, the Angels and the Braves were pretty brief. They were Angels were at the deadline deal. Angels was at the end. So the 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 Rangers big, the one that brought over Andrews and Neftali Feliz. Yes, and, that was that trade. That, to was, yep. that oh, was, was to the Braves. And Jared Saltalamacchia. And the pitcher. Oh, I forget his name. Matt Harrison. Yes, that's it. Matt Harrison. Yep. And there was uh, Eric something too. Eric Hurley, was he in that? Uh, maybe. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was, yeah. Teixeira was impressive. That was, uh, that was good. So, hey, Matt, so, was uh Dave Kingman, the one who hit the ball up into the roof of the Metrodome that got stuck in the I roof. Think, I, think, I think you're right. Yeah. The one name that I first came up with on this list was uh, Reggie Jackson. I would have thought that he would have done it with the mm-hmm. Yankees, the A's, and then the Angels, but yeah. uh, probably not huh? with the Angels. How long was he with the Angels? Yeah. I'd say like uh, four or five years. Three, four or five years, years. But, yeah. but he wasn't was, hitting as yeah, many I home mean, runs in his older yeah. yeah, yeah. When you start to think about it, you think like a guy, and maybe Nelson Cruz, you know, a guy that yeah, his name popped in too, but he, he hasn't hit, hit one. The twins. He hasn't hit three in a game with the no. Twins. But I mean, he, you know, obviously he had Baltimore and the Rangers and the Brewers. He definitely had lots of different stints. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. So Adam Dunn is another guy. Oh, yeah. not about him. Wait, There's a lot of names you could come up with. It's just hard to be like. That's, it, yeah, exactly. I didn't feel comfortable. Like all the ones Mark mentioned, it's like that. He could have, but yeah, I mean, even even like a Jim Tomey or a Prince Fielder. Tomey, there's yeah. Tomey. I, like I said, if you would have said Tomey, yeah. I would have I would have locked onto that too. Wow, yeah. like yeah, Prince Fielder. Like I said, uh, <laughs> I I I literally saw that stat and I was like, oh, there's five of them. Okay, cool. We Let are, me see who they are. We're lucky. We're dumb. <laughs> and not mentioning more names to <laughs> yeah. then go yeah. like, oh, he <laughs> had to have done it. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, uh, oh, gentlemen, my. we have a game. Because after the third quarter, uh, we have a lead change. The world champion Dickie Boys have 390, and QBs of the future have 380. Ten-point game. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, and that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each not to exceed their current point total. Today's fourth quarter categories are my name, say my name, survivor, bootylicious, soldier, and bills, bills, bills. Where's Eid? Yeah, right. Uh, So say my name is going to be Major League Baseball. Uh, Survivor is going to be reality television. Bootylicious is college football, soldier, uh, stadiums, and Bills, Bills, Bills contracts. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the question. Question one in the category of say my name, say my name. Tied for 69th, nice, all time. What two players with the same last name both finished their careers with 382 home runs? I'm assuming you're going to want first names with these, not just the shared last name, or is the shared last name good enough? You know, I initially I, I wanted the, the first names, but I think 
I think I'll be nice and I'll say just the last name is fine. So if we can come up with that shared yeah, last, just the last name. name, I'll accept it. Um, yeah, that's yeah. I, I'm 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 in a, a good mood. Why not? I want to give some points away. <laughs> we're we're uh, gonna check in. We're gonna check in. Echo, echo, echo. The Diggy Boys have checked in. Checked in. Uh, QBs of the future. You guys can talk it out. You said Joe and Gary Carter, but I think you're right yeah. that it, that seems a little high for Gary. Gary. Just from previous stuff, I think Jim Rice is in that neighborhood, but I don't know if there's another power hitting Rice out there. I can't. Yeah, I was thinking maybe another Red Sox guy from that time frame, Dwight Evans, and then there's Daryl Evans who played for the Tigers, who was like a power hitting first baseman. Would he have hit that many though? I don't think Dwight Evans hit that many, but it's in that neighborhood. I mean, he played forever for the Red Sox. I mean, for played if you play for 18, 19 years, that's only about. Yeah, it's 19, 20 home runs a season. So maybe. I mean, they are two power hitters, same last name. Yep. Um, I could name, just keep naming baseball players and probably <laughs> no, there's no real rhyme or reason to this. So yeah, why don't we go with Evans? All right. Sounds good. Check it in. All right. QBs of the future, checking in with Evans for how many points? 90. All right. And over to the Diggy Boys for your answer and wager, please. Uh, we came up with a last name. Uh, well, speaking of guys who played for three teams and had a lot of home runs, uh, one of the names we came up with uh, was Frank Howard. And then we uh, with uh, Ryan Howard. Uh, so we think it might be the Howards. Who's All Frank right. Howard? <laughs> played for the Dodgers and Senators and the Tigers in like the late 50s, 60s, and 70s. Now that's why man, that's why man knows it. <laughs> we came up with Howard and then we came up with two names that, that well, because as Ryan soon as said Howard, I knew right away that Ryan, but then I had to think, oh, that's right, Frank, Frank Howard. That's right. Yeah. So, how much did you guys win? Yeah, I'm sorry, for how many points? 100 points. 100. All right. One team is getting points on this one. The correct answer is Frank and Ryan Howard. Hmm. Nice job, Dickie boys. Well, you definitely would have thrown Thanks. me off with the, his two names you would know. No. I, Thanks for the old baseball question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not that old. Mark, it's not looking right. good for us. Oh, there's still time. Yeah, yeah. Let's see who knows their uh, reality TV. Question two in the category of Survivor. What eccentric NBA big man, known for his colorful antics, competed on the 34th season of Survivor, becoming one of the season's biggest villains? Yeah, we can check in. QBs of the future have checked in. Dicky boys, let's hear that uh, world championship banter. Mm. Well, as, if you haven't been paying attention, um, Matt's not a big NBA guy. What? Um, <laughs> Totally shocked. So we're trying to go through our list. Um, I'm pretty sure Bill Walton wasn't on Survivor. I think I would have remembered that. But when it's the eccentric big men really start with Bill Walton. JaVale McGee, also eccentric big man. Didn't uh, Carlos Boozer once tried to grow a, a rat tail, didn't he? Or was that a different guy? No, that was definitely not Carlos Boozer. Oh, that, he didn't have any hair. I don't know how oh, yeah. he grew that tail. Who was the dude from Duke that tried to grow a rat tail anyway who, really that, i can't uh, who was that guy from uh detroit which you mean ben wallace no it's not greg ostertag he's the opposite Pollard? of an eccentric 
The dude from he. So, yeah, I I mean I don't know I don't remember him from Detroit. I remember him from KU, and he's a he's a weird dude. Um. Well, the one you said was that Birdman guy. I don't know. Yeah. You said his name is Anderson. Chris Anderson. I just remember yeah. that whole big controversy about him, like having his. He got ghosted by somebody online. Yeah, catfished. Like, catfished or something. Yeah. yeah, something. And he's a total goofball. And he's the type of guy that would be on Survivor. Yeah. I mean, I don't watch Survivor. Never. Neither I may have watched a few of the first episodes. So this is 100% on the eccentric big man. And yeah, I, pff, I got nothing. So, go I mean. Birdman guy. He's right. the, I mean, he, he's just the type of guy that would Birdman. do that, right? Check in with everybody's least favorite slam dunk champion or contestant. Editor. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bird, <laughs> Birdman. We're going to check in with Birdman. Anderson. All right. For how many points? For 70 points. All right. Checking in with Birdman, Chris Anderson, for 70 points. Over to QBs of the future for your answer and wager. Uh, we spent as many seconds thinking about this as points we wagered, which is uh, zero. Um, so <laughs> eccentric NBA big man. I just typed Rodman. Josh said, sounds good. So Dennis Rodman is what we checked in with for zero points. Unfortunately, no points will be awarded for this question. Uh, the name was said very briefly and then sort of glossed over. Eric knows him from KU. The correct answer is Scott Pollard. As soon as you said that, I was like, you know what? That's that's a good name. Wasn't he in our uh, in our Movember facial hair bracket? Yes, he was. Is he the one the little, when he had the little nubs under his yep. beard or whatever he did? Yep, he is a weird, weird guy. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to be zero. As soon as you said uh, Survivor in reality TV, I was like, I am not going to be any help. I don't know anybody who's been on. Uh, question three in the category of Bootylicious. John David Booty had his best season in 2006, throwing for over 3,300 yards and 29 touchdowns. Who led the Trojans in both receptions and receiving yards that year? Looking for a coin to flip. Just rock, paper, scissors. Don't coin flip, Matt. That's how you end up with a draft lottery later on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any preference in those two? No. I don't have a thunder either way. Let fate decide. Do you have a dice? I got something? a two-sided sticker. Oh. In that list, I have the two names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, front oh. of the sticker is the first name, and then the back is the second name. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to. If it does, I'm going to actually flip. Yeah, try, try to, to flip, flip it. Up. We'll see. First name. Okay. We're going to go ahead and check in. The Dicky Boys have checked in according to a sticker which means that uh, QBs of the future, you guys can talk it out. As good a way to check in as any, I guess, with a, a sticker flip. So we've got it down to probably the same two they do. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Jarrett and Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. And I really, and I, so when I wrote a question on John David Booty for the Ryan Myers episode, I did quite a bit of researching on uh, Booty in this season. And I know that they were close. Like they were yep. just, they were both, like they both had big seasons. Like, and I think, I thought Smith edged him out, but. I, my feeling was maybe just slightly the opposite, but I also did not research John David Booty. <laughs> no? uh, I haven't thought much about John David Booty other than the Ryan Myers episode when I listened to that. And uh, if, if I hadn't been the one 
writing that episode i i wouldn't have had any uh any other steam towards this yep uh, i'm fine with smith steve I, smith I'm i think that. that all right we're gonna check in with steve smith um the other steve smith yeah for how many points sorry 100 100 all right you could be checking in with Stephen a smith but john pino wants to punch him in the face so <laughs> <laughs> i was glad he was able to correct that and not have it be uh Stuart all right Scott. over to dicky boys your answer and wait your please yeah oh, steve yeah, smith was, was the uh top half and uh Jarrett was the back half and it came up top so we checked in with steve smith uh for how many points for 50 points okay both teams are receiving points the correct answer is the other steve smith nice work josh research well you know stayed in there that's how i get that's how i have any of this knowledge now it's just because i've written a lot of games the kids it all it always pays off when you research booty (laughs) 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 or when you flip a sticker Equally, equally uh, positive. Yeah, right. Question four in the category of soldier. What event usually held every other year was first held on July 20th, 1968 in Soldier Field. Yeah, you want to go with that? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Let's go. Ahead. We're going to check in. All right. Dickie boys have checked in. QBs of the future. Talk it out. Come up with a whopping one possible idea. <laughs> So it's going to be some sort of sporting event. That's why I asked if you knew how often the Special Olympics are held. I don't necessarily think it's every year, but I don't know. I'm not sure. And I mean, I suppose they could have built a track inside Soldier Field. I don't think there's a track there. Well, this was, what, 68? So I don't know if they've maybe had a track in it in 68. I have no idea. I'm fine to check in with that. Okay, well, uh, we're going to check in with Special Olympics for 100. All right, checking in with the Special Olympics for 100 points. Dickie Boys, your answer and wager, please. Yeah, I, this morning when I went to go put a shirt on, I had two options. I had my uh, St. Paul Saints shirt, or I had my uh, Coach Wisconsin uh, Special Olympics shirt that I was going to grab, but instead I grabbed this. My son, shout out to my son who does not listen to this podcast, uh, who won state in uh, the shop put Special Olympics in 2019. And we discussed the idea of pon- possibly going to nationals and then on to worlds when I found out that their worlds is held every other year. So we're pretty sure this is the uh, w- first world's Special Olympics. How many points? 100 points. All right. Both teams wagering 100 points, and both teams will be receiving that amount. The correct answer is the Special Olympics. Nice job there. Um, they were held in 1991 in Minneapolis and St. Paul. So I don't know how Bombac wasn't all over that, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> everything happened in Minneapolis, St. Paul between 91 and 92. Sure, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they used to be, uh, they started on 68 in Olympic years, but then they went three years uh, between 72 and 75. So oh, now so because they're of that, they're longer huh. on an Olympic year. Interesting. Yeah, yep. So. But now, with uh, due to the pandemic, they're switching things around again. So the next ones are going to be in 2022, and then they're also going to do 2023. So I don't know if their schedule's all messed up now. Going into the final question of the game, QBs of the future have 490 points, and the World Champion Dicky Boys have 570. So it's still anybody's game. That brings us to the final question of the game in the category of Bills, Bills, Bills. Besides the New York Yankees, 
what is the only other organization to provide three of the 20 biggest contracts in sports history based on total value? Can I ask a clarifying question? Are you willing to let us know, is this a big four thing or could this be any sport in any country in anywhere kind of thing? Um, it is any sport in any country anywhere. Okay. But again, because I like you guys, I will tell you that it is, it does happen to be in a big four sport. Okay. Thank you. You want to go with that? Yeah, I do. Let's check in. All right. For the final time, the Dickie boys have checked in, which means quarterbacks of the future. You guys can talk it out. Are we checking first in anything? Uh, we had a couple. <laughs> not, <laughs> not many, but, but a couple. There were a few times. Um, uh, so yeah, we batted around a few teams here in baseball. It's got to be baseball. Um, it has to be. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would think. I can't. It's not the NHL, for sure. Uh, um, no, it's not the and NHL. The NBA and, doesn't, has a salary cap. So they yep. Same with the NFL, so... Right. I mean, I threw out the Angels because of Trout, who's got just got a massive deal. I know Pujols, when he left the Cardinals, it he was, had one of those. And he's still on year. that contract. So Right. And then you said Rendon, which... Rendon just signed a big contract with them right. when, he left the, when he left the Nationals. You'd said Padres, but I don't think outside... I think Machado and Tatis are in the very... They're both really high. Yeah. But I can't but think, I can't of, a think third. of a third... Yeah, I'm with you. I can't. I can't think of a third. So, it's. I mean, the Unless fact it's that we, like is Zach, Zach Greinke on. on the, he's on the Astros, he isn't he? He's on the Astros now. Okay, I. I current. And, I, and I don't. Not. I don't think Greinke's current contract would be. Okay. Super big because I think he's passed the one big one he had. So I, I, I feel decent about the Angels. All right, so yep. we're gonna check in with, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I don't know if that's still what they're called or not. I don't know, the Angels for 90 points. Dickie boys, your answer and wager, please. So we had a very similar discussion um, and we're pretty much like batting about like, you know, two guys here, one guy there, two guys here, one guy there. Um, we ended up thinking, okay, there's definitely Trout and there's definitely, I remember Pujols being just below what A-Rod got. And then Matt goes, Rendon. And I said, Okay, because we narrowed it down to baseball pretty quick, too, and then just started focusing on baseball teams. And so we also checked in with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim by way of the 405 um, for 100 points. No, you couldn't have done Just kidding. Points. Ha! You guys are paying attention. You win. <laughs> for 70 points. All right, both teams checking in with the Angels. So, yeah, 16 of the 20 biggest contracts in sports history are in baseball. The only ones that aren't are Giannis, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Messi, and Eric's uh, guy, Canelo Alvarez. So those are the only ones not in baseball. Uh, also, to ruin any future pick and rolls, I'm going to read you the top 10. Uh, so 10th is Garrett Cole. 9th is Giancarlo Stanton. 8th is Bryce Harper. 7th is Fernando Tatis. Sixth, Francisco Lindor. You can see how recent these are. Yeah. Fifth is Mookie Betts. Fourth is Alvarez. Third is Mike Trout. Second is Patrick Mahomes. And then Messi is number one. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, A-Rod has two that are in the top 20. Manny Machado's is in the top 20. Steven Strasburg, Robbie Cano, and also Albert Pujols and Anthony Rendon. The correct answer is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So it points all around. 
Okay, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Finishing with 580 points, our QBs of the future, and our clipboard captains who are receiving the very coveted and appropriate John David Booty Award are the world champion Dickie Boys. Woo-hoo. Woo, we did it. Yeah, so just like on this week's Triviality, we had a team come from behind and, uh, and win the game. Come from, Come from behind to get that booty. Get that booty. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> That's the most appropriate answer of all the answers right there. After that. Mm. that sounded creepy, satisfying, and disappointing all at the same time. <laughs> Pretty much sums up Bernie Kosar. At Sounds the like the title of your sex tape. <laughs> uh, so I'll start with uh, the Dickie Boys here. Any uh, Any last words here? That was fun, man. That's funny. Even though Matt doesn't like your NBA questions, I do. Yeah, it's, no, it's the, the, they're totally valid. I don't want to no shade on you, Scott. This is totally valid. I'm just that's my you know kryptonite. So, but yeah, uh, but go yeah, over to game. go over to Josh, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap up with Mark. Yeah, it was a good game. It's a tough, uh, not super tough, but tough enough. Um, made me stretch for some some answers, and uh, I was able to. I'm glad my research is still helping me with some getting correct answers here and there. Um, I fear at some point all the questions will be asked that I've researched and then (laughs) what do I do then? Um, But Mark, thanks for carrying me today for the most part. And uh, sorry, uh, you know, I I dragged you down and we didn't quite get to a win for you. So, but thanks for for coming on. (laughs) At some point, I think you'll, you'll win. It's just, it's, it's a matter of time. It's like when I play, I I won. I won once. I mean, again, yeah, I know you. you (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Since then, you know, you, you tried the, uh, the Eric versus Dan experiment, the Eric and Dan experiment. Yeah. Yeah. So, but either way, you know, we always appreciate you having, you know, we always appreciate having you on and you always come through in the clutch for us when we, you know, we need a player and obviously your patronage is something that, that we don't take for granted and we appreciate. And, uh, you know, you've been on BTP OT, you're, you know, you're part of the family. So it's always, a it's always a pleasure having you on. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that. And, uh, uh, thanks Josh. Um, you, you helped out today too. Don't, don't sell yourself short. Scott, great game That was, Some of those questions are, you know, I, I, I enjoy, challenging Dan and Eric was a, was a challenge. So I enjoy a challenge. And these questions really made us, made me think today and a really interesting way, like the five on five ones, especially where Josh and I took a lot of time <laughs> to answer those questions. Um, and it's, you know, to, to, uh, no, it's just a great, a really well-written game and uh, a good game by Eric and Matt, uh, close game. So we didn't have a lot of misses today. So yeah, it was great. Uh, and anytime you guys need somebody, um, pretty much always available so um i'll be on anytime yep i think uh in june we're soon here we're gonna start a tournament so i think you're gonna have to be one of the first people that signs up for a tournament so i'm in but uh uh, thank yeah thank you all for you know playing my game here and i know it was uh it was tough at parts the the five on five was what put it over the top obviously the dicky boys gambling on a few of them that, that really paid off so that uh definitely changed the game but uh, yeah, we'll just leave you with that. So thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center. 
from Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. My brother turns uh, 50 today, so I, he's a recovering addict and alcoholic, so I texted him last night and I said, you're going to go out and put your rage on with your uh, sugar-free Red Bull all night long, baby. Go <laughs> <laughs> crazy. He, he's the one that told. He's the one that did tons and tons of drugs when he was like in his twenties, uh, in his teens and twenties, and he used to do that uh, speedball where you do the what was it, the coke and uh, something else, whatever it was. Um, and he his famous line was that you've never really been really drunk until you've shit yourself. <laughs> so I've only been drunk three times. <laughs> <laughs>